Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah 16a. We continue today the masa, or the burden, of Moab. In the last podcast, we read <coughs> the intense and terrible suffering that Moab was going to suffer, according to Isaiah's prophecies, at the hands of their oppressors, and how Ishayahu, Isaiah, taught us not to exult in the downfall of the other nations, but rather our hearts should go out to them in their suffering. This is consistent with the teachings of Yeshayahu, that it is the mission of the Jewish people to bring the message of God to the other nations, so that they can improve their ways and come under the protection of God's wings. The message of justice and righteousness was meant to come from Zion and to spread to the other nations, and the way for Moab to avoid the terrible destruction that was prophesied in the last chapter is to listen to the lessons Yeshayahu wants the Jewish people to teach them. The lessons that we will study today. This is the context in which we should understand today's verses as we read chapter 16, verses 1 to 6. This is Saul Weiner, your host for this podcast. Verse 1. Shilchu kar Moshel Eretz, misela midbora. El Har Batzion. There was a time when Moab was subservient to the northern kingdom Israel, and they paid tribute to the Israelite kings, who were idol worshippers. Now Isaiah tells them to the people of Moab, Turn no more to the northern kingdom which stands to be destroyed, or may have already been destroyed, depending on exactly when this prophecy was said. But rather, says Isaiah, turn towards the kingdom of Judah where the temple of God stands, where the message of God emanates forth from Zion, and from whom the true message of God comes. Send your pillows and blankets. This is a reference to the tribute that they used to bring to the northern kingdom. Send those tributes to your, with your ruler to the mountain of God, to Harbatzion, meaning be fearful of and loyal to the one true God. This is how to avoid the terrible fate I prophesied about in the last verses. And what special role can Moab play? What can they do to avoid this bad fate? Remember where Moab was situated. Moab was a kingdom in the desert, a kingdom to which refugees would run from the various kingdoms, refugees from oppressive injustices. They would run to Moab for shelter and protection. The most famous one being Elimelech, who ran from the kingdom of Judah to seek refuge in Moab. But he turns to the Moabites and says, You, in my prophecy, are going to be those refugees. Like a bird that flies about looking for refuge, reminiscent, of course, of the birds that Noah sent out to search for dry land. And like a, the nestlings driven away from their mother's nest, Moab, so will be the daughters of Moab, Mabrotla are known. So will be the refugees of Moab as they linger by the riverbanks of Arnon. This is the picture Isaiah is painting, that if the Moabites do not learn the lesson that he is teaching, they will wander as refugees if they do not do as follows. This is how to avoid that fate. Havi'i Eitzah Asufililah. Give advice. Offer counsel. 
How do you avoid this fate? Take upon yourselves the role God has given you. As we know, that the, by virtue of Moab's location, as we said, this is where people would come. Embrace your place, Isaiah says. Give counsel to these people that come. Do justice. And what is the justice that you can do? At high noon in the daytime, when the marauders and the oppressors are searching for those that are trying to escape, hide them in your shadows as if it was night. Conceal those that are trying to escape injustice. Don't hand over. Don't turn over those who come to you for protection to their oppressors. Hide them. Protect them. Protect the people that come to you for, 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 for protection. May my outcasts, says God, and refugees live amongst you, Moab. Be a shelter to these people from the marauders who chase them. Why? Because in my world, God says, If you live like this, then... Violence is nothing in my world. Showed destruction itself, kala is to end. Tamuro mes If you embrace the refugees, people that come to you for shelter, protect them, hide them, don't turn them over. That is how you end injustice. That is how you end violence. If you do this, then v'huchan b'chesed kisei. If you act this way with justice and kindness and take on your special role, and give shelter, then the throne of God's anointing will be established with kindness. And the Messiah will sit on that great throne in truth in the tents of David. Show fate as a judge. And he will search and seek and bring about true justice. And he will speedily and zealously bring about righteousness. Here God tells us that the good deeds of all mankind can bring about true redemption. However, unfortunately, Isaiah ends this portion saying, Shamanu ga'on Moab, unfortunately we have heard of the pride and arrogance of Moab, Gema'od. They are so, so arrogant in pride. Gava so'u ga'onova so. Their haughtiness and their pridefulness is much more than it should be. Lochein ba'adav. Unlike his sins, in actuality, they are not as great as they think they are. Their sins do not give them the right to be prideful. They, rather, their sins expose their loneliness and their weakness. Unfortunately, Isaiah laments that Moab, once again, as the other nations before them, will not learn the lessons we are trying to teach. If only they were humble enough to embrace their role, to embrace the refugees, and to seek justice and kindness, then they could bring about redemption, but they're too prideful. And therefore, unfortunately, they will suffer the fate described in the last chapter, destruction and mourning. And they will cry out, as we will see in the next podcast. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. We look forward to seeing you for 16b as we complete the study of the burden of Moab.